This podcast is sponsored by MPB. MPB is the largest global platform to buy, sell, and trade used photography and videography equipment. It is a fantastic platform which you can find yourself some DSLR cameras, some drones, some action cameras, whatever you need to go and be creative, MPB will have it there just for you. I've used it myself. I've got a Canon R5 and a 100 to 500 millimeter lens, and it was absolutely amazing. And on average, people that buy from MPB will be spending nearly a third less than if they were to buy new. So for me, it makes sense. Get yourself over to MPB. everyone how are we all doing welcome along back to the animal anomalies podcast with the sexiest host in the world my name is wildlife with cookie to my left well I, I, i'm gonna start off by saying you're wrong well that was um, what was going I on am, come on i am no. obviously the best and sexiest host <laughs> in the world well, i don't think so i am jacob and in front of me we've got Rachel. Right, we're back. We're back for another yeah. one. Apparently, you guys like this. We're doing it again. I don't, um, I don't know why they do. But yeah, honestly, it's a bit of a shambles, isn't a bit it? Confusing, but yeah. Oh well. Well, should we just carry on anyway? Yeah, should we just should we just, we just yeah. talk for a bit? Yeah. Right. How are we all? We all good, Rachel. Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> just just mid coffee sip. There yeah. she is. Yeah, I'm all good. Thank How's you. your coffee, mate? What have you got? Latte. Just a little latte. Little yeah. latte. Is it warm? No. Ah, shambles. Cold coffee. Yeah. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah, at least it doesn't burn you when you're drinking. Yeah, no, yeah. it's alright. No, it's I'm always better like, like that. Coffee, so yeah, iced coffee that would be, but yeah. Yeah, been up too much? N- uh, no. Just exercising and that. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, you been enjoying yourself? <laughs> yeah, always. Good. Have you? Yeah, swimming, darts, both. Yeah. <laughs> This is going really smoothly. This yeah, this is so good. This is a cracking start, honestly. This is one yeah. of the best ones we've had, isn't it? What have you been up to, mate? You been up to anything fun? or Not too much, really. Just relaxing while I've got time off uni. Mm. About, yeah, just kind of chilling at home. Yeah, not doing a lot. Not no, not fair right. enough. He's back in town, isn't it? Um, yeah. From the uni courses. Weather down there all right? It's been all right the past few weeks, yeah. Mad like, that, isn't improved, it? Cool. Mad that. Improved a lot since yeah? the uh, like December. Where it Hurricane every day. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, That's shambles. I mean, there is meant to be some sort of like mega strong winds tomorrow, so I imagine Cornwall will get absolutely back. Great, because I'm back down there tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so, absolutely love that fun. then. I saw that it was going to be winds up to 75 miles an hour. Cool. Well, I'm not coming back then. Uh, he's gonna, will, you're going to love well, that, I'm going to wake up in America or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, that sounds disgusting. How'd you yeah. get down there? Just on the train? Uh, this time my dad's taking me down. Oh, uh, okay. He's coming down for a little holiday, is yeah. it? Oh, go on, big up. Okay. Big up. That's a long so way to go. Get, Daddy reams. I'll get... Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you'll have a great time, yeah? Yeah. You spend some time with him. Yeah. Are we just going to ditch him or what? Probably ditch him. Oh, that's a bit um, out of order, isn't it? A great son, you know? Yeah. yeah. Out of order, mate. Out of order. So, I've been swimming a lot recently. Yeah. yeah. Have you? Quite a lot, yeah. 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 I feel like quite a lot, yeah. Honestly, every day at the minute. Absolutely flying. I haven't been for a while. You know, no, what? You're down in Cornwall as well. You're not even getting the water. It's a bit cold it's at the minute. A, it's a bit nippy, you know, nah. in the winter. And plus, I don't have a wetsuit currently. Cold water therapy, mate. You could get a winter wetsuit, to be fair. Yeah, yeah you I, could. I, well, I'm, See, I'm look, Rachel's one. just called you a bottle job. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm getting one. You are, you're going to get my one. My birthday's coming up, so everyone's like, oh, what do you want? So I was like, I need a wetsuit. Also, scuba diver here, and he's not got in the water. What's that about? If you don't need a wetsuit to go scuba diving. In, oh, in this you country, probably, you probably do. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd, it'd be cold. better, wouldn't it? It I would be better. But but diving hasn't mm. started yet for my course, so. But can you not like actually just get in and do it on not your diving. own? No, you're not nah. going to do it. No. Why don't you want to do it? Because you have to pay. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, you have to rent all the equipment out and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair I, enough. I am paying for all that. Yeah. To be fair, before this, you were moaning about how much, how like you don't have any money yeah. as well. Student so. life, eh? Yeah. You know when you 
you practice spend it on alcohol diving? did you yeah. ever use one of them little like motor, motor things no no nah, nah, oh yeah swam. have you ever used one of them no nah, oh neither have i yeah that'd be it, wicked it yeah awesome. little what are they called like a little submarine looking thing isn't it um, the little glider thing isn't it yeah like yeah sick long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah i don't know what it's called actually i don't know mate but it's really cool like i've seen them on youtube and that looks wicked yeah, like james yeah. one kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah sick <laughs> yeah no you should get one of them mate do you do some videos in the summer or something with one of them chasing after seals and that in the harbour. That'd be pretty wicked. So anyway, yeah. swimming, having a great time, smashing yeah. it out, front crawl everywhere. Yeah. Honestly, like I'm blasting out a kilometre easy, mm. and if I'm feeling it, I might do a mile. Nice. But absolutely flying. I feel well fit. You know, I've been talking about obviously doing the marathon training, but yeah, my injury yeah, has yeah. subsided, so I can get back out running now. But swimming, mate, I'm loving it. Proper. Mm. Everywhere. It kind of helps that you work at a swimming pool as well. It does. It yeah. does help that that is my job, uh, to teach people how to swim. So obviously I get to get in the pool quite a lot but yeah. yeah it's uh it's decent mate honestly at the minute i am flying talking about flying rachel we've got some things we need to talk about when it comes to animals in water yeah what is it what would rach come on what, what are we talking about <laughs> How? you just froze what happened rachel just glitched <laughs> what went on then? rachel just had a malfunction <laughs> are you all right yeah it's a little mini stroke or something because the laptop did something and i lost all concentration right i actually don't know what you said okay right well we're talking well it's supposed to be a segue <laughs> we were supposed to, to go honestly like yeah rachel's drinking coffee and coke and like, over here she's just not awake it's a shambles but it was supposed to be a really good segue that Sorry, was well, it, talking about swimming yeah, it worked it, worked it did, well, didn't well. it, it cheers mate anyway. it should have and then all of a sudden someone's just malfunctioned yeah, so that was uh, was a nice little segue into land animals that can swim like, impressively like yeah. not just talking about any land animal that can swim but something that they do that is quite impressive have you got anything for us so i'm gonna start off with one i don't know how far they can swim but it might just cool. amaze you that they can swim do you know what i really love it when rachel comes with all the facts yeah i absolutely love it it's like i love can't tell you about stuff. this but here's this bit yeah like i'm really good you're prepared for this i am prepared anyway so a sloth can swim faster in the water and better in water than they can walk or get across the land. I don't know if you knew that because I didn't know sloths uh, could swim. Right, so I feel like yeah. because they're so... Yeah. I didn't think they'd be able to like swim that well, but they can swim faster. It's really cool. Have you ever seen them swim? No. Have you seen them swim? Yeah. They're really cool looking, aren't they? I've seen videos. Yeah, same. I've seen videos as well. It's really cool. I didn't realise they were faster in the water than they were on land. I'm I'm not surprised that they're faster swimming in water than on land. Are you not? Swimming on land is quite hard. Is that what I said? Did I say that? That's what you've both been saying. <laughs> yeah, you've both been saying these swimming on land. Swimming on land. Oh, right. I've even written it too, so. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not surprised they're faster in water than on land. So they can <laughs> swim in water faster than they can walk on land, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. 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 There we I go. Think so. In, unless you were actually mean that's just doing your front crawl on the grass. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just going for it's it. Kind of Not do. getting very far. <laughs> that would be impressive actually. And it is actually, yeah, they yeah. do front crawl on land to be fair. When you think about it, sloths. Yeah, yeah they don't really do normal like things, do they? No. They just sort of like very slowly do their front crawl with their arms. Oh, unless they're they're limbs. Like in the trees and like Yeah. Yeah. Just hanging, just, kind just of chilling. Thing. That's, uh, does it say how fast it is? or nope. is that it? That's cool. what I mean. That's why I didn't have much information on that one. Well, that's no shock there, but okay. a bit disappointing. You can't even come at me with some like miles per hour. I don't have any miles now for any of these, they're so you're going to be thoroughly disappointed. What do you mean? They're, they're not that fast at swimming because when there's a um, group of islands, I can't remember where, where the sloths, they, yeah. to get to mates and stuff, they have to, they have to, swim, to yeah. swim across the channels. Yeah. And drowning is quite a big cause of death there. Right. Like, so you can't even tell us how far they go. 
So what's the point? What's why are we doing this then? Hey guys, if you're enjoying, whoops. Guys, if you like the Wild Times, check us out on Patreon. We put out four extra podcasts per month. That's one commute a week that you're just going to be laughing and learning the whole time in the car. <laughs> hey, let me do do something else. This is the late night content, the stuff that we we can't show on on YouTube because they'll kick us off YouTube. It's the Cinemax of podcasts, <laughs> uncensored raw dog. It's the Cinemax of podcasts. Check it out. Link right here. So I can tell you the next one is Jaguars. <laughs> We're just going to skip over that sloths swim and that's it. Yep. Sloths go faster than they do online. Jaguars also very good. You just go in. Uh, yep. Very good at swimming because they love catching the fish. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it might be surprising because it's obviously a big cat and cats hate water, but yeah. not Jaguars over here. <laughs> Anyway, next up. <laughs> Wait, we're just skipping. What, you, what are you doing? Next up, oh, we've got the elephants. Hold on, hold on. We've got the Piss elephants. The elephants. What, are you, what are you saying about jaguars? What's, so is that it? They just like swimming? They're very good at swimming. Right, when I said, could you tell me something interesting about animals that are on land when they turn swimming? You will notice that I am reading upwards because I'm getting to the more important ones. Wait, so you've I've got like one off, sentence. Oh, I can I've see it. Off I can at the see back it. Yeah. I can see her right in here. She's got one sentence at the bottom and it goes up like two, three, four, yeah, five. Yeah, so sloth, swim faster than they are on Mate, that. we're going to have a book by the fifth one, aren't we? Right, Look so at it. Elephant. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they can swim up to 30 miles in that, one go. Impressive. But they use their trunk as a snorkel. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, That's sick, awesome, isn't yeah. it? That's wicked. Mm. Imagine that. Imagine having that ability. Just stick your nose out of the water and like. Just yeah. get on with life and that, innit? Yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine having a nose that big. <laughs> just sort of like Pinocchio your way across the Atlantic or something. Do you know Can't what I mean? long-ass nose if you yeah. across the Atlantic. Yeah. Well, yeah. no. Hold on. Uh, no. Well, well, if you're walking, I mean. What? What are you talking mind. about? <laughs> What's he on about? Hey, so on to hippos. There we go, yeah. <laughs> Right and on. I have put a question mark next to this one. Hippos because hippos don't swim? Yeah. Because I said technically they run on the floor. Yeah. But they can hold their breath for up to five minutes. That's. I actually thought it'd be longer than that. To be honest, yeah, same. I thought it'd be longer I mean, for, for oh. an animal, like a land mammal. Anyway, that's still quite impressive. Five minutes. Yeah, because they they spend up to sixteen hours a day in the water. But yeah, obviously they sort of like sink down to the bottom of the floor, run, run across the floor, and then sort of like push off the floor up towards the surface. And uh, that's about it. That's you know when you see them like videos of them chasing boats and that? No. How terrifying is that? Because you know that thing yeah. is running. It ain't swimming. Like, they're just they're going for it. They're just yeah. launching themselves through the water. Yeah. Rach, you do a really good job of producing. Probably. It really keeps... It's Why are you blaming that? Anyway, last up, we've got polar bears. And I know this is a very obvious one, I think. Yeah. Because they... They're there. Um, but hopefully this is there. this this one should be the one that you've got loads of facts for us, yeah? Is that right? Mm-hmm. So the only facts <laughs> that I've got on this one <laughs> is that one polar bear, because of the lack of ice in the Arctic, it made this polar bear. I can't tell you any more about this one. Um, His name's Jerry. It swam 426 miles over nine days straight. That's a good shift, actually, isn't so it? Yeah, that's actually, a decent job there. That's yeah. actually quite a few miles. How fast do they swim? Fast. Any mile an hour? I'm going to say approximately like 14. What? 14 what? Miles an hour. How do you not know this? What What did I ask you for? Oh, well, I've given you some facts. Uh, I mean, barely. 
You told me cats don't like water except for a jaguar. Yeah. That's a pretty it's good fishing. Tigers like, swim. It's, so it's a good Elephants use their trunk as a snorkel. Wow. So this wow. is a lot of facts. Not really. I we've got no so. speed. We got we got one distance. Yeah, well, that's pushing it, mate. A seven year old maybe. The kids I teach swimming won't be interested by this. Where's your shambles, mate, to be honest? Like, why did you do this? Like, five minutes before you walked in? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that was... If I'm honest, Jacob, I thought that was shambles. I don't know what you're on about. That was obviously... But the best segment David we've had. Attenborough-level stuff right there. In the six episodes we've had so far, that might have been the worst. Okay, with some no, facts, uh, and that's what you asked No, I think, I think the worst <laughs> was the early start. The early start might have been the worst. Yeah. But as far as segments go, oh, Jacob, no, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a shocker. And got to agree on that. Yeah. You know what they say? You get what you get and you can't get upset. <laughs> what have I what? <laughs> Shambles. So fail to prepare, prepare to fail. And that is what you just did. <laughs> Five minutes before you came in is when you did that. And I can tell because there's nothing on that paper. Shocking. If I had a computer to work from, I probably could have got, got one. You've got one right next no, to you. No, I wasn't on it. Jacob was looking at birds. So I had to handwrite all of this, which is why I couldn't fit much information on it because my arm started aching. <laughs> I will actually testify. Jacob was watching his own videos on the TV. He was watching I his own the YouTube videos. <laughs> he was watching himself, <laughs> and he couldn't. He wouldn't give it up for Rachel to uh, do the work. So I will, will back her up a bit there, mate. Um, uh, I don't on. write that much, so writing. I have written a few pages today, so writing that page Same. did just sort of. Tip me over the edge. <laughs> and my wrist gave up. All right, fair enough. Um, we got some anyway. Well, that was a shambles, and yeah. we're not doing that again. Um, Jacob. Yes. You're doing something quite interesting soon, aren't you? Yeah, I'm off to the south of France. Wow, lovely. Bit of an animal anomaly. Uh-oh. Yeah. What is Go, it? Going to film Ooh. and photograph flamingos. Flamingos? Proper yeah. ones. Real flamingos. No, fake flamingos, just <laughs> plastic ones. I'm Those ones in gardens. <laughs> You know, like on The Sims, where you can get one in your garden yeah. and that. I'm, I'm going all the way to the south of France for that. Yeah. Is that an animal? Um, I can't say Go on, say it. An it's on the anomaly. screen. Well, it's one that not many people really know about, at least in this country anyway. Not many people would associate France with flamingos, I feel. No, I where, totally agree. Where is a flamingo's home? Where do they come France. from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the like, south of France, mate, the Camargue. Like, kind of marshy, salt flats and stuff, like... Just shallow water, really. So I was thinking more like Italy or... Oh, it's <laughs> in countries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, where All is it, over man? the world. Oh, right. be, There's like there's, uh, six different species, I think. Is so, there? Yeah. So a flamingo was just a flamingo? No, yeah, no, there's a few so different got, ones there. They can be in like Asia, flamingo. Europe, Africa, Caribbean, and South America and stuff. Like, they're all over the place. Yeah, it's pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah. But, like, I, I wouldn't have associated flamingos in France. I can't lie. Yeah. Um, it's not like there's is, only a couple of them as well. No, there's... Tons. Yeah, there's a lot, in it. You're going to have a good time down there, isn't it? Probably smell a bit. Yeah, oh, God, yeah, it would stink, yeah, wouldn't yeah, it? it? Oh, God, yeah, it'd be so absolutely I've, I've rancid. I've seen flamingos, like, in the wild before and stuff, and, yeah, I remember them smelling quite a bit. Yeah, mate, not about that. I went to Birdland in the Cotswolds once, nice. and they've got a flamingo section, and, oh, my God, it is hideous. Stink? Yeah, the flamingo is lovely. But the the smell, yeah, absolutely atrocious, like, isn't it? Imagine like tens of thousands of them together. Yeah, like, disgusting. That's gonna be like. Yeah. 20 Do you know what it is? For such a nice looking bird, they are grubby. You know about most animals, to be honest. Like the really nice mm. looking ones, just a downside to them all. True, true. Now, 
you're going to France to see these animal anomalies. Yeah. And we wanted to talk about uh, some animal anomalies in different countries, right? Because yeah. obviously we've done it uh, earlier on in the previous podcasts where we did about the UK animal anomalies. And there's obviously loads more that we can cover in the future. But we wanted to talk about ones in different countries. And obviously we've started already. Yeah. You're going to France to see some flamingos. How weird is that? Yeah. So we've come with a few countries here. You're going to lead on with France again. Flamingos are there. What else is there, mate? Oh, there's plenty of weird stuff, just as in the UK where we've got a whole bunch of weird animals. Weird, yeah. But I'm going to talk about today just two others, which are going to be raccoons. Raccoons? And How koipu. weird. Did you, what was that? A koipu. Also known as a nutria. Yeah. They've also got some like French name, but I don't really know. Yeah, water rat. Water rat. Yeah, it's like a big rat. It's like a beaver kind of thing. It's like a beaver, vole, water vole sort of looking thing, but bigger, isn't it? Bigger than a vole. It's like the same size as a beaver, pretty much. It's like... Just imagine a beaver without the fat tail. A beaver is an adult, a water vole is a child, and a nutria slash koipu is the teenager. Cute. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah that's, that's the sizes. Some way of describing it. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, I was just trying to make it easy. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> Did actually? Yeah. Good. Well, there we go. So I got to my target audience. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. Th- yeah. So go on then. They're there. What do you want to hear about first? Raccoons or koipu? Uh, koipu? Koipu. Koipu. Yeah, let's go for All the koipu right. nutria thing. So these guys, they're native to South America. Oh, they're a long way from home. Yeah. Just, just a bit, you know. Yeah. But they were brought over to, for like fur farming and stuff. Oh, uh, bless them. Yeah. Escaped like yeah. most other animal anomalies. Yeah, true. That's usually out. the way. And it was that was during the 19th century. So they've been they've been there a while, good, and they've like, just stayed there ever since. Yeah, well, that's mad, isn't it? Like, they're, they're all over France, really. But yeah. the south of France, around where I'm going for the flamingos, is oh, like you, a hot spot. you could see them there as well. I have a good chance of seeing. Oh them snap! Spot. So yeah, yeah, not just the flamingos. Then you might see the coips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two animal anomalies in one. Yeah, well, I'm sick. lucky I could see the third one actually. Oh, is it? And the third one is raccoons. Raccoons. Which again, they were brought over for fur farming. That's sad. Natively, mm. as I'm sure everybody knows, like America. Yeah, yeah, America's USA and all that. Yeah, raccoons are from. Yeah, cute as mate. But yeah, it's like since the 1930s and stuff. Yeah, they've been in Europe. Yeah, after escaping from fur farms and again of taken over parts of France. Wicked. I love yeah. that. Like, I, I love raccoons. Yeah, like, yeah they're like really cute. Yeah, I've seen them in a zoo once and I was just like, you are the cutest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And obviously I see loads of TikTok videos with raccoons because like funny and cute and that, innit? So yeah. I love them, mate. I think they're wicked. I hope like you get to see some. That'd be sick. I uh, probably won't see raccoons, but koipu, uh, I think I have a good chance. Koipu and flamingos. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But no, it's that's really cool. Um, and there's obviously way more, but we're only going to cover a couple. Um, yeah for each of the nations we've got, just because we could be here forever talking about animal anomalies. Oh, yeah. something in France alone that's like 26 or something, like invasive species that are yeah. quite a problem. Well, same about the next place we're going to talk about, and this one, the USA, we could do like one state that basically has an absolute shambles in the, um, in terms of like animals yeah. that shouldn't be there. Let Florida. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, Florida is just absolute shambles. And one of those animals that's currently in Florida that shouldn't be there is the Burmese python, which yeah. is usually found in Southeast Asia. That is a long way yeah, from the, home. What's it doing in Florida then? What's it doing in Florida? That's a great question. In the Everglades. It's going to meet Mickey Mouse and yeah. all that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, they they appeared in 1979. Uh, that's when the first one was found in Florida. Yeah. Um, and they came through the exotic pe- uh, pet trade because America's sort of quite lapsed on 
uh, that sort of stuff. Mm. I suppose you can you can really like own quite a lot, as we'll find out later on. But um, people release them because they don't realize how big they're going to get. They're mm. those things. massive, big, huge, girthy snake, yeah. like a big snake. Do you know what I mean? Like really big. And, um, yeah, so people release them and they just sort of establish themselves over time. And there's quite a lot of them now. It's actually quite a big problem. And they've got no predators. They breed a lot and fast. And there's a lot of them knocking up uh, and popping up everywhere. They also yeah. kill native animals. And, actually, I didn't, I didn't know whether to talk about this because, a bit grim, um, one of them ate a two-year-old child. How... How grim's that? Oh. Yeah. Tasty. So this one wasn't one of the wild ones, right? <laughs> Tasty. Um, <laughs> this one wasn't one of the wild ones. This was like someone's pet. So, oh, right. In, so in their house. So, that, so the they just went to oh. the loo or something, came back, the child was gone. Exactly that. Did they, did they manage to get the kid? No, the kid died. Oh, right. Yeah, it got eaten by this Bernese <laughs> python. the snake, it came but back out. Like, just, like, if the was hanging out, they no. pull it out of his mouth. There was a lump in the snake, and they were like, what's that? Oh, where's my child? It's in the snake. Um, pretty grim. There was also another snake. It ate three deer in three months, which is mad impressive for a snake, actually. Deer a month. Yeah, because they don't, they don't usually eat as much uh, as, as that. And yeah, for some reason, they thought, they, I'm having them. A friend of mine had they just in general, to be honest. Because our cousin has a snake, and I remember yeah. feeding it a little dead mouse once. Yeah. And um, it's mad watching like the lump of it just start go down its body. Yeah. yeah. I always find it strange how their just mouths just sort so of like unhinged. oh, it's so weird. Mm. Yeah, such a weird, weird thing. Yeah. But the thing I find weirdest in the Everglades though is the fact that they eat alligators. Yeah. And that's Do like they? Yeah, yeah. That's like the big problem over there is they're just eating yeah. gators because they don't pre- they don't predate stuff. them. So it's like. Uh, gators don't predate in the back, so they just get clarted, and that shouldn't be happening, which is a big problem. It's mental to think, though, that a snake is eating something the size of an alligator. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. And oh, well, it's eating people as well. That's like a bit dodgy, yeah, isn't it? Don't, don't, don't want that to be happening. I remember seeing a, um, something on the news about somebody had like a massive snake uh, as a pet. They had mm. it for years, loved it, whatever. And they. It used to like just travel around the bedroom with it. So this person was lying in their bed one day, and this snake came and lay next to them, and they thought it was really cute until they realised it was actually sizing them up. Oh no, yeah, yeah, they, like they go straight, don't they? Mm. They lie straight next mm. to them. Yeah, weird. so I think they got rid of it because they were concerned that it was going to eat them. Yeah, no, I'm not about I it. I saw one as well. Where it was like the snake wasn't eating or something. Yeah, and it was because uh, it was like starving itself to, so feed it'd be able them. to eat yep. the entire person. Disgust them. Right, moving on. Uh, the next one is an English animal actually found out in uh, the United States, right. which shouldn't be there, and that is the common starling. Now, starlings, we, we've seen quite recently, and actually yeah. about less than a stone's throw away from here, we get this amazing starling murmuration that's been happening every evening recently. Yeah. I get one down by me as well. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's like, awesome. Starling murmuration is one of the best sites. They're just wicked Definitely, to see. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so they're from the UK and Europe and all that. They went over in the 1890s, and then this one's got an actual, like, quite an interesting story. A right. geezer... I don't know if this is his son, but the geezer, Eugene Schieflin, I think it is, or Schieflin or whatever, uh, he introduced the starling to New York uh, because this geezer was obsessed with Shakespeare. And in one of Shakespeare's plays or whatever, it mentions the common starling. So this geezer thought, I want some in this country. He got some over and then chucked some into Central Park and they've been there ever since. But could you imagine a starling memoration in Central Park? I've never been to Central Park. I've, but I've, I've imagine never seen it's one take place there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've never seen I don't know if it does actually happen. but I don't think so. I never even saw a starling when I was there. So. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. But like, um, it, could you imagine it? It'd be wicked, wouldn't it? No, that would be awesome. So yeah. that, they went over in the 1890s 
they got they they sort of expanded and like 50 years later they basically colonized the whole country um and now it's thought there are upward of 200 million of them in the united states honestly doing better than here yeah like serious decline yeah yeah it's crazy isn't it but also here's a an interesting thing a bit grim as well this is a bit grim is everything like you're given just grim uh no the next one's not but um (laughs) this one definitely a little bit grim so this one here 1960 10,000 or more flew into a plane and killed 62 people as it crashed. The birds are fighting back. Yeah, the birds are fighting back. They're they're fighting the bigger birds. Which bird is this? The the starling. So the starling... Killed killed people. Right. I don't think she's understood it. Um, Into the plane? Yeah. Yeah. As in, like, inside the plane? Oh, Jesus Christ. Through the door and just murdered (laughs) everyone. Oh, my God. What what do you mean? Do you think they're assassin starlings or something? Well, I was thinking, like, there's a film, isn't there, about birds, like, picking people's eyes out and stuff. So I thought, is it like that? Or if they've flown into the engine? No, yeah, they've gone into the engine. But I thought it was obvious. (laughs) Straight into the engine. What do you mean? They just opened the door up. Yeah. What do you you expect them to do? Uh-oh. What? You, you think they're just going to fly in and start pecking everyone to death? You didn't elaborate. Yeah, they could have been hungry. Are you All mad? 200 million of them went in that plane. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 10,000 and a big light thing, bird strike, engines down, plane crash, dead 62 people. There's um, a couple of dead birds as well. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. for the people too. Quite, quite a few dead birds. Yeah, yeah. quite a few dead birds, I would have yeah. thought, yeah. The birds um, lost that fight. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Next one on this list is going to be the warthog. Little warty hogs in, in Texas, in Texas, yeah. And this yeah. is a, this is a recent one. It's quite interesting. So warthogs usually found in Africa, although in 2014, uh, first ones were seen wild in Texas. And now Texas Sorry. is a weird one, right? Because um, there are rules to specify native wildlife, but mm. there are no rules or like a lack of rules for uh, exotic or non-native wildlife. So you can own. Uh, let's say a warthog or something, and you can let it roam free. There's no rules for it. Huh. But like, if you wanted to own, I don't know, let's just say a flipping puma or something, um, you have to have strict rules, right? But if you want a warthog, have the warthog. Do you want so the warthog to do what it wants? Yes. So if it's native, there's rules. There's rules if it's native. So you can't, if you know, if it's just like a raccoon or something, you can't just <coughs> let that wander around. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty oh, much. How weird is that? Yeah. It's so strange. And um, so basically, these have like from that. People have owned them. They've been released or they've like, escaped people's places because they're real good like escape artists. They dig, they oh, burrow, yeah. so they get out of like people's gardens really easily and or people's like acreage or whatever. And it's really cool. This has only happened recently in the last like 10, 15 years or so. And um, they're, now they're in like a few different counties around in Texas. And uh, there's a big growing population. They're self-sustaining as well, so they're eating everything. And um, yeah, they're ruining natural native habitats. So. But yeah, you like warthogs, innit? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, they're just cute. They are cute. They are they're, cute. They're right? just funny to watch as well. Yeah. Like, watching them out on the savannah, it was quite entertaining. Because they yeah. just, they just, there was no thoughts going through there. Oh, they were just them. running around. Yeah, I feel like they're just there to be happy. Yeah. Then they're just, they don't want any stress. Yeah. There was, they're happy. There was one that I remember, we were like, sunrise kind of safari and everything. We were next to the, this pride of lions, and this little baby warthog just runs out next to them. Oh, no. playing. Oh, no. And it, it, the lions are just, there just like, what is going on? Like, wh- what is he doing? <laughs> Did they nobble it? No, they just start watching him. They watched it? What? He was like, kind of just rolling around, yeah. and, uh, doing his own thing, just walks off again. It's they like, probably thought, we'll wait for that one to get bigger. It's just like, what, what was going on? Yeah, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, suicidal warthog. My God. A massive thank you to our sponsor of the podcast, MPV. Big sponsor. Rach, what are we saying? They good? They're amazing. They're the place to be if you want to pick up a used 
bit of photography or video. Rach, can I get a drone? You can get a drone. Can I get DSLRs? You can get a DSLR. And on average, how much could I be saving? You could be spending up to a third less than if you were to buy new. That sounds mad to me. Head over to MPB if you want to catch yourself some deals. That was wicked. Nice one. Enjoy the podcast. We're going over to a different uh, continent now. We're going over to the big nation of Australia, Australia, where le- everything wants to kill you and murder you, and there's loads of venomous and poisonous and I'd stuff like lift it up. That was a real good effort, that is. Jacob's side beatboxing again. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one, mate. All right, you ready? And uh, there's loads of stuff over there, venomous and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'd still love to visit, though. Yeah, I mean, it's a great place. I've been there a few times in my life. It's absolutely wicked. Seen loads of snakes, spiders, uh, dangerous stuff, crocodiles, cassowaries, squared up to one, wicked. Um, But did you know there are donkeys living wild and free in Australia? Yeah, donkeys also found in Africa. Now, a few of these animals uh, were brought over to Australia in the 19th century. So donkeys, 1866, they used as pack animals to carry stuff around. They were better than horses, because it was horses before that, but the horses kept getting sick by eating this like plant that didn't agree with them. So they thought, I'll oh, bin off the horses, get the donkeys in. The donkeys could eat these plants, so they were sound. You could keep them. They didn't yeah. like die off, basically. Um, and they were helped, They were used to like help build like the outback and the northern territory right, and all that yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. Um, but again, released or escaped uh, because when motor vehicles came about, donkeys, not so useful. Uh, yeah, but it's still cuter than a car. Isn't absolutely cuter than a car, for sure. I'd rather use a donkey than a car. Actually, yeah. no, I'd rather just have a donkey, not use it. Yeah, just, <laughs> just a, a little, little donkey, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you don't want to ride the donkey or anything like that. Or yeah, like, but you wouldn't want to. How good would that be? Out. Yeah, but how good would it be to have your camera equipment on the donkey? Do you know what I mean? Walking it, about. It'd be easier. Yeah, yeah way easier. But Mate, if I'm going out recording, bring my donkey with me. Get him, like, carrying the bags. Do you know what I mean? If you do it with one yeah. of the dogs. Nah, they scare off that because animals think they're mini wolves, isn't it? So, but I reckon a donkey yeah, would it. Yeah. wondering about with a donkey, people are going to be like. I don't oh. care about people. No, the animals are going to see what is this and they're going to yeah, run away see it like a horse or something. They'll see it as a horse and think, what's that? I'll go and have a look at that and then come over and then I'll get great wildlife footage. I reckon it's a good win-win there. Give it a go. Yeah, I might give it a go at some point in my life. Right. But now, there's maybe 5 million donkeys overgrazing. Oh my God, that's in, loads. Yeah, quite in a, Australia. Yeah, quite a few. It's quite a few in the, Northern, in, the, in the Northern Territory and all that sort of stuff. Um, next one, ostrich. Ostrich, this is a good one. I like this one. That's, yeah, strange. Also found in Africa, um, but are doing sort of semi-okay in Australia. They came over in the 1890s first, and these ones were to be farmed for their meat and feathers the farms failed. The animals got released. Couldn't they just use emus? Yeah, I know. They've, they've got, like, emus. Basically the same thing, isn't it? Basically the same thing. Don't know why they didn't think of that. Do you know what I mean? Aren't quite as good, I guess, but... No, nah, probably not. But, um, yeah, so they happened in the 1890s. It failed. So they tried again in the 1970s. It failed. But now there are supposedly less than a thousand, uh, less than a hundred mm. ostrich still out in the Australian outback. And if you want to go and actually have a look, anyone who's out in that area, we're looking at the Birdsville track right. uh, in the outback. And that is supposedly where you might be able to find some of these ostrich just knocking about. Imagine that. Imagine cutting about the outback and then flipping ostrich runs out in front of you. Yeah, that's mad. Like, driven crazy. That far you got to Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, yeah, honestly, you know like that conspiracy that Australia's not real? At that point, it you must is. be thinking, hang on a second, there's yeah, a glitch in the right. system. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, it's just It's just a part of Africa. This is waffle. Yeah, like, it's pretty crazy, isn't it? Mm. Ostriches. We did have a, an article as well, if you want to click on it, Rich, if you want to go find the article, because uh, recently, one of these ostrich mm. was actually filmed. Now, 
people have been like seeing their eggs and they've been trying to like lay eggs and sort of like um, get different uh, things and stuff. Have we not got the article? No. No. Uh, there was no article. There's no article. You're a liar. I, I lied. I've lied. I'm so sorry, everybody. There is an article, but basically, I'll tell you what it is. Um, they found someone recorded video footage of the ostrich in on the Birdsville track in like 2018 or something like that. I'm saying a couple uh, of years ago. Yeah, and there's a story to go with it saying like um, another farmer in that sort of local-ish area. Mm. Uh, when I say local, loosely local because it's Australia, um, who said that he used to have an ostrich come into that area like quite regularly for a few days, and then it would disappear yeah. for a few months, so on, so on. And then he said he hadn't seen it in the last like three or four years or so. But it goes to show that ostrich are still out in Australia's outback. The birds will track. Maybe someone watching or listening will go and have a look for yeah, us. Let us know they're there. Try and find an ostrich. That'd be wicked. Yeah. Um, so the next thing we got is camels. I did know this. You yeah. did know this. Yeah. Why? Because obviously camels are used in go on the desert. Yeah. To cross the desert, and yeah. because Australia and the outback is similar-ish to the desert. Yeah. In terms of heat, yeah. they used, were used, still used, don't know, for the same sort of thing. Absolutely spot on. Thank I'm you. like blown away by your knowledge yeah. there. That's actually a great effort. Really, <laughs> like really good. Yeah. So I was going to say that, but Rachel's done it for me. Introduced in 1840, used for transportation for the outback, and they helped build a train track that runs through the outback, which is cool. called the Gan. Now it's called the Gan, and it's got a, a picture of the camel on the front of it. Their logo is like a camel, mm. um, and it's called the Gan because the people that like rode the camels were from Afghanistan. How cool oh, is that? Oh. That's really nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah like they've, they've sort of like. Uh, mm. memorialised the people yeah, that built awesome, it and yeah. the animals that helped along with it. Um, again, when motor vehicles came along, camels not needed anymore. So they, rude. they let them go, mm. which is it's nice in a way. Like, go on, live your life. Yeah. Don't have to work anymore. Go chill out, do your you thing. You don't have to work anymore. Yeah. You just have to try and survive. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Go and eat the crocodiles and all that. Go have fun. Um, so they, the, the problem is, though, they, they eat everything. Right. Um, or nearly everything. Uh, they've got no predators, uh, except maybe every now and then a crocodile might fancy it or have a go. The only animal in Australia that is not getting killed by everything else. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and then there are as many as one million plus uh, in Australia, which, little fact for you, is the most camels in one country anywhere in the world. So not in their home continent of Africa. Jeez. Australia has the most camels of anywhere in the world. How crazy mental. is that? Yeah, that's weird, insane. isn't it? An introduced animal. I did know that. You did know that? Yeah. Yeah, Look at you. Why have you got camel knowledge? What's I going don't on? Know. What's going on here? <laughs> Rachel just popped up with some random camel knowledge. Yeah, no, I did know that. That's crazy. Fair enough, Rach. Um, but yeah, so basically, there's been stories of them as well, like blocking roads as they're crossing and stuff. Mm. And even yeah. even like in the more rural areas, some airports, they block the airport runway strips. <laughs> so like, random, they can't yeah. land the planes because there's flipping camels on them, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was pretty cool. But um, yeah, so there's three from Australia, three from USA, three from France. Yeah. Did we do all three? We did, didn't we? Yeah, we did, yeah, we did the raccoons. Yeah, cool. Lovely. So that's going to be animal anomalies abroad. Um, in different locations. Maybe we'll do some more in the future. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Did you enjoy that, Rachel? Yeah, it was good. Yeah? I'm glad that I knew one. Hey, Brosters, thank you for being loyal subscribers. We appreciate everything that you do. And now we have a membership offer for you. I think you can get ad-free episodes, I heard. That's pretty big. Ad-free is big, but you can also get your comments looked at so we don't have to sift through the millions. How do you do that? Is there some sort of badge system? There's a badge system, <laughs> a loyalty badge. <laughs> Boom. Shows up next to your name in the comments. Boom.
We read the comment. All this badge talks. Make, I'm going to the badge store. He's going to You're get a badger. badger. He's going he's gonna to buy one. Didn't earn it. He's going to buy one. He did a fake leave. <laughs> I assumed Kyle would know to cut on the motion. <laughs> All right, let's cut now. That's, that's our ad. Well, do you know what time it is now? It's time to guess the animal of the week. Good. Go on then. Here we go. So Rachel's turn to provide the animal sound for Jacob and I. You're on two, yeah? Yeah, I'm on two. You're on two as well. I'm on two. So this I is am, a draw. Oh, I am going to say, I'm going to just add, add a couple things. Right. So because Jacob got mine really fast last time, I have actually prepared two. Right. Because if somebody guessed it straight away, one, I'll be furious, but two, I've got backup now. Okay. I'm going to guess both. Yeah. <laughs> straight away. <laughs> straight away. All right. So I'm intrigued by this. Are you ready to go? Here we go. Sounds coming our way. Oh. Right. Uh, it's not so happy, whatever it is. Um, that's that's actually quite tough. I think it's a bird. Mm. I'll just go with bird as well. Oh, God. It's like the background noise, too. Yeah. Uh, that's really difficult because yeah. that could be a lot of birds. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a first guess if you've not got anything. Go on, then, yeah. I'm gonna go for a first guess. Oh, I don't know because it sounds like a flipping laser thing, doesn't it? I'm it's gonna like say it's like guns you get. Yeah. yeah. Waxwing. No. No. Okay. Never mind. Uh, what are you going with, mate? What are you thinking? What's your train of thought here? I'm going with bird as well. Yeah. Because it's the only thing I can really kind of associate that with. Yeah. But ah, uh, I don't know. It's tough, isn't it? That yeah. one because that could be a whole lot of different things, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, uh, just go with a random bird, just like a bullfinch. I don't know. No. Oh, that that. that was actually a good shout. I would say. What is it? Uh, next clue. Sorry. Clue. <laughs> no. Yeah. Clue. What, is yeah. What, is what is it? What is it? It's um. Uh. Ooh. Right. I'm glad you yeah. come with the clues it's, it's, to help us out here. It's an ooh ah. Can I clue this without right. not giving it away? Right. Come on. It's not a bird. It's not a bird. Okay, that's interesting. Do you want me to play again? Um, go on then, give yeah, us a little bit. Because if it's not a bird, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm stuck there. Um, that's really difficult. Not a bird. So it's uh, got to be either amphibian, mouse of some sort, it like could, a rodent. Yeah, it could be. Could be. We could be going rodent. Um, but, that's what I'm going to go with. Oh yeah, what what yeah, are you thinking? I don't know. No, that's good. Birds around it. It sounds like something in the water. Um, Either water or it sounds like birds around it. Well, I'm feeder. So I was thinking amphibian, but yeah, go on. What are you? I know. Let's go waterfall. No. Oh no. Um, Oh god, this is really hard, Rach. I could have thought you were going to get this, which is why I made another one. Right. Exciting. Yeah. This is this is actually really difficult. I'm thinking amphibian. Go on then. (sighs) Nah, because like I don't even think. I don't think I'm right. Like it, to me, it sounds like it could be, but then, like, if we're gonna go mammal, I don't. I, I genuinely can't think of something that's gonna be that, unless unless it's something really obvious and we just aren't getting it right now. What it sounds like, it is. And we have obvious. to realize it's Rachel's knowledge on animals as well, so it can't be can't be nightjar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's got to be something a bit out there. It got to be a bit common and that. So I don't know. This is really difficult. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say frog. No. No. Go on then. Clue. We'll go last clue on this one. Yeah. Right, yeah. Last clue. What is it, Rich? Last clue. Right. If you're not gonna, you're not. Why have you not got clues? 
supposed to have five clues here, and you, um, you're making it up on the fly. Ridiculous. Come on. What is it? What's the clue? There are common species in Britain. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is that a clue? Is that a flipping clue? I'd say that's good. That's a shambles of a clue. I mean, it's a clue, but it doesn't narrow it down at all. That should have been the starting clue. Shocking. Uh, I'm going to stick with rodent, though. You're going to stick with rodent? Okay. Go on, then. What what are you thinking? Are you going... Common one. Like a shrew. Um, Do you know what? I'm going to... Rat. No. Right. Go on. Carry on, mate. I'm sick of this one. Uh, Doing my head in. True. No. What is it? Joyce Hoyer. Yeah. It's a mole. Oh. See, I was going down the right route. <laughs> yeah, I think you were, yeah. I've never heard that sound before. Mm. Tried to catch a mole a year or so ago in my garden. I saw it like rustling said. and I missed it. So, And he's not been back since, actually. So that's really sad. Do you so. want my other one as well? But with no clues. Uh, so I feel like you might get it. No, we'll save it for another one. Because we're running out of time. Sorry. Next time. Because you uh, gave us such a good one there. We both didn't get it. So we've, <laughs> we've stayed a draw. Shocking. Right. Rubbish. Anyway, we've got a new bit we need to talk about, Jacob. What is it? Yeah. What are we talking about this time? Something some, about some, what? Uh, fun animal stuff in the UK with um, what we think we could beat in a fight. Well, not yeah. us personally, but okay. people. Yeah. So it's, it's like a poll or something. Yeah. Poll was done. Yeah. And... This is the results, basically, for what British people think they could beat in a hand-to-hand unarmed fight. Right, okay. So Jacob's been really nice. He's, he's screaming at you to yeah, get the yeah, pot yeah, up. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. So he's not like me. I'll tell you to just get it up and like, stop like, laughing. I know it's been done on the Wild Times podcast before. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. what Americans think. So we've got the UK version. UK Good lad. I love that. Bringing the topics. Here we go. Yeah. Um, let's actually talk about it, Rach. What's the... Uh, well, Jacob, what's the what? What is this? Forty-five percent of Britons. That's a big. That's a big number. Yeah, I think they could beat a goose in a fight. How many? Forty-five percent. Yeah. Jesus. Do you reckon you could beat a fight? Uh, beat a goose in a fight, Rich? Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon you could I beat a fight? I think a goose. Yeah, a swan. No. Not a swan, though. No. no. Swans are. Yeah, swans are big. Cry <clears throat> chopper's neck. Hold on. Hang Ow. on a second. Forty-five percent of people think they could beat a goose. Yeah. Well, it's not. It shouldn't be hard. You can yeah, just just volley it. Yeah, but look at that photo. That's a goose, isn't it? Yeah, but. Kick yeah, it. They're not fighting back. They're just kind of it's on the ground. hollow bones. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> um, I would, like, if I was put in a steel cage, 1v1 with a goose, just kick it. It's dead. Or you're going to break all of its neck? bones. Yeah, do all of that. Grab its neck, swing it about, whack it on the floor, do what you want with it. You, Ooh, I, done. I think a lot more than 45% are going to beat uh, a goose. Yeah. What's a, We've got 67% think they could beat a rat in a fight. So you're telling me 33% don't think they could beat a rat. Why would you I'm, not I mean, be able to beat a there's, rat? There's, Honestly, I mean, there's reasons you could. What if you're like stamp or something? It. Stamp it. No, if you have got like a disability or something, you're paralysed. Oh, that seems a bit. Then you couldn't beat a rat. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you could, like, bite it still for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta wait for it to crawl onto your face. All right, can we let's? Because that seems. If is that what I don't know, like what the top ones? Yeah, should, but should we go to some more obscure ones? Yeah, go on. What's all right? So, ten percent of people. What do you think they think they could beat? Dog. No, 10%. Yeah. I mean, 10%. In the UK, is it? Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. What, 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 is, what is it? Chimpanzees. No, ridiculous. 10% of it's not happening, is it? people think they could beat a chimp in a fight. No. Rachel, do you think you could beat a chimp in a fight? I have read that this is unarmed. Yeah. So, yeah. unarmed, what, no. what do you think? A chimp with a well, yeah, rocket? With, with like a gun, yes. No. I what do you want? A chimp's not coming out with you a grenade. No. If uh, I, machetes. I'm unarmed. They do that. 
Right. Why am I sinking? Why am I? Where is? Where am I going? (laughs) For people who can't, I'm not watching. I'm sinking here. Go on, carry on. Sorry. Um, No, I don't think I would be able to beat a chimp. I feel like they're just a bit too logical. Is that it? They're just too clever. They're strong. Yeah. They're quite big. They'd absolutely destroy me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would. They well, would. I saying this, I did say the other week that I would be, I would be able You'd to knock out a gorilla. gorilla in one punch. Yeah. And I have seen that two percent of people think they could also beat a gorilla. What? Two percent? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Although, since saying that I would be able to knock out a gorilla, I then watched a video on TikTok about a gorilla. What, and how, I how to knock it out? I didn't realise how big their heads were. They're massive. Is yeah. <laughs> that the one with the muscles in his head? Yeah, when he was yeah. eating and it, yeah. Yeah, his jaw Mate, muscles were in its head. Honestly, they are, because they their bite force is ridiculous as well, but they're so strong. Yeah, nobody so, yeah. nobody so, is beating a gorilla. Not in unarmed combat, no. One to one. Imagine you're in a wrestling ring, your boxing ring, anything like that. Steel cage. Yeah, so I don't think I'm going to beat any of them in a fight, but I will say, I will stand by my comment of I would think I'd be able to knock out a gorilla if it didn't move. You're an idiot. Yeah, but the gorilla's, gorilla's not even the worst one, I don't think. Idiot. What's the worst one? Two percent of people think they can beat an elephant. Oh my god! Who's winning a fight against? Do you know what I mean? That is the most dangerous animal on the planet. Literally, it'll kick you. It'll do. They clat rhinos for fun. Do you know what I mean? Probably the second most dangerous animal on the planet. What's the most dangerous animal in Africa? Uh, An elephant. No, it's a hippo. Uh, I thought you might know that, but okay. (laughs) What to humans? Yeah, to like. Most dangerous to humans, yeah. I was going to say, because if you're having a hippo and an elephant, 1v1, no, yeah. the, the, the elephant's winning. I thought that's no. what you're saying. I was about to start swinging. But, uh, I'm excuses now for not knowing it. But no. I was, oh, oh, my God, what is going on? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> no, but I saw a video literally like this morning. Yeah. Of, it was a group of, I don't know, three or four hippos just kind of happily eating some grass. And like this massive, massive bull elephant like just came crashing through the trees. Yeah. And they, they just went running. Oh, mate, yeah. yeah, no, I'm not These surprised. People like, think they could beat a hippo and a fox. No, I, have, an I have no idea what person in their right mind thinks, do you know what? 1v1, I'm killing an elephant. In what In oh, what I, world? I, I, I definitely could, you know. Mm, yeah. I don't, mm, I don't know. Maybe it's if it was on paper. Down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, an elephant. Flipping elephant, Rachel. Would you beat an elephant? Absolutely not. No way. 2% of people. Baby elephant, yeah. No. I don't, no, I still don't even think a baby elephant. No. You wouldn't beat a baby elephant. Born one minute ago. I'm beating it. Right, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Just like fresh out, just you know, give, give it a whack. Doesn't even give it a chance Literally. to breathe. You're not getting up, dickhead. <laughs> give it a smack. <laughs> nah, so like, it's not happening, is it? What's nah. Grizzly bear, 2%. Oh my God, people are so thick. Um, Cobra, 7%. To be honest, I thought that might be been higher. It's a snake. Yeah. You think you pick it up and whack it? Yeah, just... Large dog, 13%. That doesn't seem like a lot to me. Medium-sized dog, 38%. Wait, hold on. Oh, right, yeah. Sorry, I understand. That makes sense. Yeah. But, like, wolf, 4%. Kangaroo, 5%. Why do people think... Why do... Crocodile... 3% think they're beating a crocodile. Is that just on the basis that they can get on top of it? Yeah, I guess. I don't think people understand how heavy they are. Like, mm. like a saltwater crocodile, you're not beating in a fight. I don't care who you are. You're not beating that in a fight. I don't care no, if you yeah. get on its back, it's it will roll, and you're off. Steve Irwin would have had it. Steve Irwin actually jumped on one. He got bitten by one. Um, there's footage of it. Uh, video footage of him like doing one of his feeds at his zoo, I think. Mm. And it grabs his hand, and it pulls him in uh, to the water. Mm. But as he gets pulled in, he jumps on top of it. 
sort of thing. Um, and because he jumped on top of it, this crocodile was like, "What on earth?" And then they let him go. But but he could have died there and then. Like the footage is crazy. He just mm. gets dragged straight into the water. And this is Steve Irwin. The guy was big. You know what I mean? He was a, oh, he was, yeah. a he was a muscular guy, healthy guy. And this crocodile was like, "No, nah, you're coming with me, mate." Like you've got no chance. If that gets hold of you, you're not getting out of it. No, definitely. Not. No chance. Absolutely no chance. But this three percent thinks they will. No, ridiculous. People in the UK, I thought were intelligent-ish. Well, we are compared to the American list. If you went to that. Oh yeah, because isn't the American list like way way more yeah, stupid? Wait, right, scroll down. Find the Americans. Oh God, yeah, there's a graph here. Yeah, oh that's my British God. People. That's just like the range. Yeah. Oh. Here we go. Oh my British God. Versus American. Look how stupid the Americans yeah. are. Crocodile. So we got three percent. They got nine percent. Nine percent. Eight percent think they can beat gorillas, lions, and elephants. Hold on. Hang on. Seventeen percent chimpanzee. But look at the bottom. Grizzly bear. Six percent. But they think a grizzly bear. They couldn't take a grizzly bear over an elephant. With what? ease, obviously. What? What do you mean? <laughs> what, uh, people don't understand. Elephants are the most single-handedly dangerous animal on the planet. Matter if they're dangerous, just the size of them. You, ca- you can't. You will it could not be the do friendliest anything. thing in the yeah, world, but its fair. size, it could just go like that with no effort Literally. at all, and you're going flying. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know how anyone's thought of an elephant and how big they are. So, yeah, I that yeah, I'm not. No, no problem. Yeah, like you're not even piercing its skin. <clears throat> Do you know no, what I mean? Yeah. You could stand there for an hour just whacking it, and you are not going to make it bleed. Mm. You're not. You're just not going to do it. Now we're going to talk about something I find really interesting, and something actually I'm going to look for this year. All right. That yeah. is the Fjordland moose. You heard of that, Rach? Moose. Yeah, in Fjordland. Yeah. Where's that? New Zealand, <laughs> but yeah, there are <laughs> the, the, fjord- the world, there are the, the fjords. There are the fjords. I'll let you off. So the Nordic fjords. The Nordic fjords, and then we've got the, the New Zealand fjords. Well, you didn't specify which fjords. So well, fjordland. Yeah, fjordland is South Island of yeah. New Zealand. I think it's it okay though because I've actually been there. Yeah, you have, haven't you? Yeah. Taya now and all that Milford Sound. Mm. Can you hear that? Can you hear what I've got? Paper. I've got facts. I've got facts, <laughs> yeah, mate. Paper. I've got facts. There's right. No facts on there. <laughs> this is my Fjordland, Fjordland Moose guide sheet. So what we've got here is a timeline of the the, the moose in uh, the South Island of New Zealand. So right. originally, in 1900, four young moose were captured for intended release who were survivors of 14 moose that were transported to New Zealand. Mm. Ten died in a storm at sea. So four remained. They'd managed to get their way over to New Zealand. Um, and by the time they got there, they were said to be as tame as a pet of ponies. Uh, pet of ponies? <laughs> tame as pet ponies. And then they, they were keen on eating biscuits. Uh, yeah, honestly, biscuits are wicked. Uh, they have been... <laughs> yeah, yeah, bugger the grass, mate. Give me the bourbons. Um, so it said they'd been imported from Canada and were shipped to Greymouth in Wellington and they were railed to Hokitika, the Hokitika Gorge, and were temporarily kept in stables before being released in the gorge on February 19th, 1900. Three animals disappear up the gorge. Some accounts suggest at least one of these animals survived until about 1903. So as you can tell, it went really well. Uh, the fourth, a cow, remains near Vine Creek for 14 years and is an occasional visitor to the settlement of, oh God, uh, Kutarangi, uh, apparently still searching for biscuits. So that one was still after the custard creams and the bourbons. Uh, don't know if you got any. No, just yeah, he literally wanted all the biscuits. So that one survived for a long time. Now, 1910, 
Ten hand-raised Canadian moose, six females and four males, are shipped to New Zealand, arriving in Wellington via Hobart. So it got a, was a bit of a mission, isn't it? Flipping heck. I'm doing this yeah, maybe. They were still around at that time. Yeah. After being quarantined at some place uh, for nearly two months, they're shipped to a bluff, transferred to a government steamer, and released at Supper Cove, Dusky Sound, Fjordland, on April 6th, 1910. One female breaks his leg at the shoulder in a fight with another animal upon release. One cow is shot within weeks of liberation. So again, it's gone really well. It's going really well, yeah. Really well. Um, so basically, they were put over there to be used as like a hunting commodity, right? They were supposed to bring in tourism. They wanted people to go and shoot them um, as like something to do. That's really sad. Man should be like, right, yeah, can join our land. But yeah, you yeah, free biscuits, shoot, yeah. Though. yeah, free, free biscuits. biscuits. It's worth it. Free I'll biscuits. You, you would go. No, I would go. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> I would definitely <laughs> sign me up, mate. I get shot. Right. Literally. Digestives, sign me up, mate. Mm. Get me over there. Hobnobs, I'm there. Um, so, yeah, so they were they were basically there to be, like, shot at and used as a hunting thing for tourism or whatever. And yeah. in that 1910 one, they were, they were supposed to be, like, a 15 years liberation period where you weren't allowed to hunt them. They were supposed yeah. to go free, start uh, breeding and all that, and then after that, you're supposed to go for it. Um, 1923, so 13 years later, the first photograph of wild moose in New Zealand is taken, Two animals photographed by Charles Evans at Supper Cove, which is where they were released. Uh, two years later, in 1925, two cows seen swimming across the, f- uh, the flooded Seaforth River at Supper Cove, uh, photographed by Geoffrey Todd. 1927, two young bulls seen and photographed in the Seaforth River by Les Morel, a uh, cow seen the next day. Uh, and then here comes uh, the nastiness. 1929, Eddie Herrick, operating on a prospecting license with Guy Jim Muir, in March, shoots a bull, uh, which he uh, claims well past its prime, so it was an old one. Um, so 19 years. One of the first ones. Yeah, one of the first ones, basically. Um, and with that, it's it's reckoned that, well, with moose, their, their life expectancy is about 15 to 25 years. So he would have been an old an old moose at that time. An old man. Yeah, an old man moose, and he's been shot. He had enough biscuits. He did, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know if he got many biscuits out there in the dusky sound, to be fair. It sounds a bit biscuitless, doesn't it? Never know. No digestives out there, mate. You, you might be lucky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> float down the river. I don't think you're going to be stumbling upon some oaty crumbles down there. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Some know, chocolate hobnobs. Piles of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's where they come from. They grow wild there. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, oh, could you imagine biscuits growing wild? Biscuit mm. straight in the garden. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Get them in. Um, uh, five years later, same geezer. Eddie Herrick shoots another ball. This time in the creek that now bears his name. So he's got his own little creek named after him. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yes, yeah. 16 years later, a young bull shot near Supper Cove by Gordy Cowie. Um, so we're at 40 years after the release now. So the, we're having babies. Mm-hmm. The mooses are having babies. They're doing all right. They're doing all right. 19, yeah. <laughs> 1951, uh, Geezer shoots one in Herrick Creek. Robin Francis shoots a cow in the Henry Burn. Uh, 1952... Max Curtis photographs a cow near the lake on Herrick Creek. Percy Lelias, I don't know, shoots a bull at Herrick Creek. This, for years, is considered to be the last moose shot in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah crazy. 1952, which is pretty mad, really, because that's like, what, 70 years ago. Um, it says then, Robin Francis Smith later takes 14 photographs of a cow at Herrick, Herrick Creek. Uh, a year later... Um, it was alleged that some geezer took uh, some photographs of moose in a place called Wet Jacket Arm, which is in the Dusky Sound region as well. Nice name. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but these were fake. They were taken in Banff, Canada. Moving on, we're going to get closer now to uh, present day. 1995, picture of alleged moose on a trail camera time lapse. Um, if you can find that picture, that'd be great, Rich, please. Um, so just put 1995 Fjordland moose time lapse. And there's a singular picture. And it's a really interesting picture because it definitely does look like a moose. That is the time lapse footage. Look, guys, examine that. 1995 that was taken. Um, and it says. Uh, it says it's got a curved back, typical of a young moose, but not deer, right? There's not a lot to be looking at, is there? It's quite, a, it's quite difficult. It's blurry. Uh, it must be zoomed in as well, like a crop of a thing. Um, but I can see, I can see it looking like a moose. To be fair, like yeah. the the guy who's got this photograph, Ken Tustin, has been researching this for a long time, and he's like, he's confident that it's still there. Yeah. Um, and based on this. I mean, I think it does look like a moose. You can sort of see there, the head. Yeah, the head so, kind of like going round. Yeah. Like he's looking, yeah. itching his back or something. Maybe. Yeah, and the arch back and stuff like that. I think that actually looks quite good, you know. Um, moving it on, 2001, 2002. Moose hairs were found in the Dusky Sound region, and the DNA confirmed they were of moose. 2001, 2002. So we're into the yeah, 21st century now. Not long ago at all. Not long ago at all. 2015, Ken Tustin, the man who got that photo there that we can see on the screen, he finds browsing signs in the region, which basically means what the moose have been feeding on. Yeah. Um, and he believes them to be uh, from moose. Is there anything else in New Zealand that yes. could do that? Yes. Yeah. So they introduced quite a few animals that they wanted to shoot. And another animal was the wapiti. Is that the right name? Wapiti? Wapiti? Yeah. Or something like that. It's the big deer thing, isn't it? big mm -hmm. massive deer. So they are in that part of the, the, the world as well. So it could have been one of them. It could have been one of them. And that's the... Um, that's the uh, Rachel's coffee. Good. Uh, that's the um, the counter argument is yeah. what they're seeing is actually just this big deer called the Wapiti. Uh, well, we're 2020. This is very recent now, um, and this is probably the last most recent sighting. This one comes from a helicopter. Uh, the helicopter's like vision of this one was absolutely amazing. Can't believe this helicopter told the story. How's a helicopter seen anything like that? Yeah, mental. Come on, it's a joke about helicopters. Haven't Rachel? You not get that? No. No. It's a joke about. about my face. <laughs> 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 it's right. So it's from. It was from some blokes in a helicopter. Oh, that's a bit boring. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it as the helicopter. Yeah. Saw it. The helicopter saw it. Yeah. And it was telling the crew. That's oh, right, what I was go getting now. at. Yeah. yeah right, good. Yeah. Right. It wasn't a very good joke. To be fair. Sorry. <laughs> um, so they were having a flight over the Dusky Sound region. And um, one of these geezers, I can't remember his name, I think it was Ben or something, um, who spotted mm. what he thought was a moose. And he was like, what the bloody hell is that doing there? And Ben has worked in Canada, British Columbia. Um, so and he, he's, knows he knows his stuff. He definitely knows his moose. And he saw this moose. He told the pilot and he was like, look, I've just seen a moose. And the pilot didn't believe him. He was like, no, you haven't. Shut up. So for a while, they didn't go back to have a look. He eventually convinced him by how serious he was to go back around and have a look. As they did. Did they see it? Probably not. No. So it goes on as a mystery. Um, but from there, they did go and tell Ken Tustin, big man who's been searching for the Fjordland moose. And I don't know what came of that, but that's in the last three years. So yeah. could the Fjordland moose still be alive in New Zealand? What do you think? Potentially, but in low numbers. Potentially in low numbers. Rachel? I feel like there's so many... Like when I was there, there were so many helicopter... Yeah. Journeys, not journeys. Right. Yeah, tours, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tours that you could go on. So I feel like somebody from one of these helicopter journeys... Well, Rachel, 2020, Mr. Ben, he saw one. Okay, uh, but somebody in the last three years... Yeah. W ...would have seen one. COVID. 
All right, somebody in the last year. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm stumped there. I don't know what to say now. Would have seen one. Yeah, okay, okay, that's fair enough. What do you think about they're that? They're not small animals, are they? Like, no, they're massive. They so are big, yeah. But big. that that region is a very remote region. It's very, very so isolated remote. and desolate. Um, the habitat as well. They yeah. Can hide away. In they can easily hide away. So it's a very difficult one. Yeah. And if you're asking me, based on the DNA evidence 20 no. years ago, considering their lifespan is about 20 years, I would say there's definitely a good chance that a few remain. Um, now, the thing with moose, right, they, they can breed quite fast. So they can have like two calves every three years. So if there is a population, we probably should be able to find it. Mm. If a serious search is done, whether a serious search or not is going to actually happen in the fjordland of New Zealand remains to be seen. Mm. Yeah. But now it probably lives on as like folklore, as like a local legend, right? But later this year, I'm going out to New Zealand. Do you guys want to see me go for a, a field of moose? Why? Why Radio not? silence. Why not? Yeah. What's, Do it. Say something. Oh, sorry, I was still thinking about how you'd see one from a helicopter. What do you mean? Helicopters fly low. You can fly low in a helicopter. And they're big, moose. Yeah. Might hit one. Yeah, you never know. That's what I mean. So if they were there, you'd have seen one in a helicopter. Not you personally, you've not been in one. But... Well, Ben did. Okay, but... Well, ben, just, ben needs ben. to. Im- I trust Ben. Get some mates and. Ben's been to British Columbia. He's seen moose. Ben sounds lovely, but Ben needs to either go again or get some mates to go. I'm going. Okay. Do you reckon I can find moose? Maybe. Probably not, but you can give it a go. Oh, at least I'm more Where's my vote of confidence? Today? Yeah, honestly. Cheers, Rach. Where's my vote of confidence? What's that about? I thought we've seen white wallabies in this country. Why don't you think yeah. I can see a moose in New Zealand? I'm the one that spots everything. Hold on. Ah, no, no. No, he's true. We did. Exactly. We have spoken about. I just used in the last episode as well. You're going about how I'm the one that sees everything. I have the best eyesight. Blah 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 blah. So you can't go back on it now. Yes, you, I can. You wrong? said that. He's not wrong. Who found the white wallaby, Jacob? I was on my phone. Jacob, I wasn't even paying attention. Jacob, when you saw that. say the words. <laughs> Who found the white wallaby of how Warwickshire? Many, I'm not asking you. No, no, you no, no, shush. No, no. Who how found many? the other? All the other. No, no. Who found? I want to hear it. <laughs> Who Rachel. found the reindeer? Who how found many things you reckon eagles? you found together? Um, the first wallabies we found in England. I know the location. He found the animal. Um, what else have we done? <laughs> uh, a fair escalation bit. snake, but a guy showed us that. Yeah, a guy showed us that. He, he found, well, there's a geezer down there as well. Um, uh, what else have we done? White Wallaby, I want to hear the words. Who did it? Who, who sourced the location? What else have we done? Who, oh, this guy. <laughs> who sourced the location? Me. Who found the animal? Oh, I knew the location because I sent Me. it to you as well. No, I did this. I'm not having it. Anyway. You did not know where that was. Yeah, I did. So no. maybe Kate will have to be on the watch out. No. No way. <laughs> Katie, my girlfriend, she's not... No, no, you she's not... You said it in a video as well. Yeah. Actually, no, Katie said that. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, when you're in Australia, yeah. you're looking for tree kangaroos. Yeah, because you've got, got oh, good eyes. I've got my good eyes on now. Like, I'm going to see an animal, and I'll sure. see the Fjordland moose sure, out sure, in New sure, Zealand. Sure, sure. So, guys, if you want to see me search for the Fjordland moose in New Zealand later this year, go over to my YouTube channel, uh, Wildlife Cookie. Go and have a little subscribe. That'll be later this year. Be a part of that. That'd be good, yeah. Uh, and if you want to see me do it, send me a bunch of money so I can afford to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, I think we should end it there, kids. Um, just a, w- a quick one-word answer: uh, Is the Fjordland moose still in New Zealand? One word, Jacob. Jacob. Potentially. Rachel. Maybe. Lovely. I think yes, and I'm going to search for it this year. 
Thank you all for watching and listening to the Animal Anomalies podcast. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and if you're listening to it, rate it, all that sort of fun stuff. Yeah. Give us some feedback as well. Drop some comments in the know. comment section. Yeah, let us know what you think about this. It's not too harsh, though, because I'll cry. Right, good. Yeah, no harsh ones. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's going to be goodbye from me, Wildlife with Cookie. Goodbye from me, Jacob. Goodbye from me, Rachel. All right, cheers, everybody. We will see you again. Nice one. Take care.